0: In Hilchah Shabbos Parag B's, the Rambam discusses the halachas of Sakanas Nefashis on Shabbos. The Rambam begins by saying that Shabbos is pushed away when it comes to Sakanas Nefashis, loss of life, danger to life, just like any other mitzvah. Therefore, any person who's ill, who's considered a chayl shi'ish by that there's danger of them passing away, we do everything that we can for them on Shabbos based on an expert doctor in that place. If there's a suffix, if we have to be machal Shabbos on him, or if there's one doctor that says we should and one doctor says we don't, we go ahead and we are Mechal Shabbos because even Suffolk Sarkhanus Nafashas pushes away Shabbos. If the doctor assessed on Shabbos that this person needs treatment for eight days, we don't wait till after Shabbos in order to only violate one Shabbos. We start right away and even we violate as many Shabbos as necessary for the person to heal. And we do any Malacha that's necessary. We light candles, we cook, we bake, we do every Malacha that's needed. These Malacha should not be done by children or servants or women. Rather, they should be done by important people in the community and the Chachamim. The Rambam continues and explains that if a person has so much pain in their eyes that blood is flowing from them, or they have secretions, or they're having tears coming out because of the pain, it's considered be'i sakana. Similarly, any wound that is inside the body is considered cheloshiyesh sakana from the lips and inward. Additionally, any wound to the back of the hand or foot is considered be'i sakana. If a doctor says that there's some other wound that's external that is also sakana, uh, then obviously we're mechal shabbos for that as well. The Rambam continues and says that if a sick person was assessed that they need to have a fig, and 10 people ran and brought him 10 figs at once, they're all pater. And even if they brought one after the other, not knowing that the other one brought, it's all pater because they're trying to help him. Conversely, if he needs two figs and they found two separate figs or they found one branch that has three figs, they should cut off the branch that has three figs so they avoid doing excessive malacha if not necessary. One is not allowed to add extra food when they're cooking for a sick person and have it in order that we shouldn't add for regular people. The Rambam continues and says that once a woman in the process of childbirth squats to give birth, she is considered and we do everything to help her. We do not help Goyim give birth on Shabbos even if payment is offered and we are not concerned about them being upset about it. The Rambam continues and says that once a woman sees blood when she's giving birth until three days after childbirth, she is considered from three days until seven days, it depends what she says. If she says that she needs the malacha done, then it's done. If not, she's not considered a chayla she'ish by b'isakana. From seven days until 30 days, she's considered like a chayla, but a chayla b'isakana, that is not in danger. And in that case, we do all the malachas through a guy. Just like we do everything for the woman who has given birth, we also take care of the baby, like we discussed in Hel Chasmila. The Ramam continues and says that if Chas Hashalm, a woman, dies while in labor on Shabbos, we do the operation in order to see if we can save the child inside. The Ramam continues and says that whenever you have a chayla that is not in danger, we're allowed to do malachas through a guy for them, but we're, a yid is not allowed to do the malacha for them. The Ramam continues and says that all activities necessary to save a life should be done on Shabbos, and it is not necessary to take Rashus from Bezdin, and in fact, someone who proceeds and right away goes to save the person's life is considered praiseworthy. In fact, the gives an example that if someone is fishing and doesn't even know that someone is drowning, and he takes a net and he picks up fish in it, and at the end this child that was drowning, he is put there, even though he had no idea because of saving a life. The Rammo continues and gives some examples like if there's a fire in the neighborhood and we're afraid that someone might die, we put out the fire immediately. We also, in case a child is stuck behind a locked door, we allowed to break the door so that the child doesn't get frightened and die. The Ramam continues and says that when an avalanche has fallen, there's a doubt whether or not it has fallen over a person, it's allowed to be clear to check if someone's there. And if we find someone there, even if they can never be healed completely, if they're alive, we do everything we can to save them. Additionally, we don't assume that there's nobody underneath that's alive if the top people are dead. We keep on digging until we get everyone. The Ramam continues and says that someone who's traveling loses track of time and doesn't know what day it is, they count six days and then they do Shabbos. And then all the other days they do the minimum necessary in order to stay alive, unless they know that a specific big is for sure not Travis. If Gaim come to lay siege to a Jewish city, if it's for money, then we don't deal with them on Shabbos. But if it's anything that has to do with anything else, or if they're at the edge of the country of Eretz Israel, then even if it's for money, we go out and we do everything we can to save the Yidin in that country or in that city. And we're allowed to take weapons and do every malacha that's necessary, and we're allowed to even travel back with the weapons after we save them in order that we shouldn't delay saving them. This is the source for halacha that Hatzalah is allowed to drive back on Shabbos from a call. The Rambam concludes by saying there were a lot of siege to Gaisha cities um, three days before Shabbos. But when it comes to actual combat, we do it any day of the week. And in fact, Yerichai was conquered by Yeshua on Shabbos.